Welcome, welcome to the Let's Talk Rap Podcast. Hey, so let's today is the first guest episode podcast, and what better way to start the first guest podcast with my mother? And we're just gonna talk about like some stuff, and hopefully, like uh, it's gonna have it's interesting. And, uh, so yeah, so let's uh, begin with the with the episode. Have a lot of fun. Welcome to the Let's Talk Rap podcast, and uh, this is my second attempt uh, at the podcast because, like, the, we had initially recorded a nine-minute uh, uh, episode of the of the of the podcast for today, and for some stupid reason, I didn't. I forgot to press the on button on the mic, and hence the first nine minutes of us talking about something just didn't get recorded. But now, anyways, we're back, and uh, well, I guess uh, based on the title of the episode, you probably guess that the episode is gonna—it has a very special guest, and that special guest is my mother. <laughs> so, uh, like, she's the first uh, guest in my episode, and uh, yeah, so we're gonna kick things off because. Like I, you know, um, there's, you know, even though like I've uh, spent a lot of my, uh, most of my time like around my mom, like there's obviously a lot of stuff that I don't know about her. And uh, this episode is not gonna be about me trying to get to know my mom, but just about trying to like talk about various things and just like you know have a good conversation and you know maybe see what happens after that or whatever. So. So, I'm gonna hand it over to you. What are your initial thoughts of uh, me starting this podcast? Uh, I'm a little wary because I don't know what your uh, ultimate intentions are. I, 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 but I think you will uh, do okay. At least I, I think it'll be a good. Uh, um, hobby initially for you um, to find out stuff about your uh, about yourself. In fact, I I hope that this will result in you finding out much more about yourself. Uh, so I say all the best, baby. Leave it to the. <laughs> the mom to be like all philosophical and uh, uh, highly concerned about everything that happens um, but yeah anyways so like so this is like uh, being the first like guest episode I've already recorded like two episodes of this podcast before and there was just like 30 minute like uh, sort of uh, just like this is a 30 minute recording of me talking about just general stuff and today because we've got a guest like we're gonna talk about just basically like you know anything basically like you know that comes off uh, like my mind or my mom's mind and all that stuff so i think i'm gonna like you know the thing is um like first of all i want to ask like what do you think about like what's going around in the world right now with the pandemic and all that stuff how do you think like the world has changed pre-pandemic and what it is right now basically 
things have changed no it's not just one thing it's you know like it's the worst thing about this um uh, uh this virus is that it has touched practically every human being and it has touched them at every uh level of their lives and that is very very scary because it's touched them negatively you know so that is a very scary thing uh that i i find it very difficult to accept it sometimes and it's uh i i just hope and pray that you know it will uh start vanishing soon but do you think like you know this pandemic has kind of like taught us to be a little bit more like um like uh, a little bit like slow paced in our lives like you know not take things too fast and just like not you know rush things off so quickly and you know like cuz before and all that people just didn't care about the you know whether they you know they, they didn't care about like you know what about the biggest like problems that are happening in the world or the biggest you know issues or you know even the most like some of the most like you know the most basic of issues that also like happens or like that, that that's happened or has happened like you know in the last two years or whatever and stuff the big or small issues like people generally didn't take care didn't think that much about it before but now this pandemic is like kind of made people a bit more like aware about these things so do you think that like us being more aware like now people are taking more they're spending more time at home like you know people in my age and all stuff we're all spending time with our with our family and like with parents and all stuff do you think this is a good idea well uh, see if you look at it only from that point of view that you know slowing down the world uh you know children spending more time with their parents parents getting to spend more time with their children you know that uh, that is definitely a good uh, thing but did it need a pandemic to bring that about i don't know i have my doubts about that i think uh, the intrinsic uh, you know that quality of human of the human being would have brought would have ultimately you know slowed pace slowed the world down a little bit because they understand about climate change and all the things that are required so they would have definitely slowed down uh, given uh, with a with a little bit of time and uh, i think you know uh, families uh, being you know uh, wanting to be together and liking to be together all that would have happened i mean i am not bit optimistic that at least towards that to to that extent so i think the world would have come around but uh, i i i no I, uh, i don't think it needed a pandemic and i don't know uh, you know it's it's been one of the most terrible things that has happened in my lifetime and i hope it doesn't happen again so you there haven't been anything worse than the pandemic in your lifetime like there hasn't been anything like drastic and all like in your personal life or anything like that no i know i don't mean that i mean, i uh, i i lost my dad and 
that this is the worst thing in my life you know so far but uh, you know the, not having a dad around but uh, uh, the pandemic has been a terrible thing for the world as at large you know you see so many people innocent people in you know uh, uh, struggling to come to terms with it and that's very painful to watch you hear of people whom you've known loved you know spent time with had experiences with and they've gone through so much of difficulties and that uh, that's very difficult to watch and to hear about so like now that like you know a year has passed the pandemic and people are like kind of uh, vaccines and all have come out like i've started a new job like you know just this year only like the whole of last year i just spent like uh, you know meeting people like in on, in the evenings like i went through a difficult phase like before that but then now i've gotten over it now and uh, the last like this whole year like has been like you know it's been a, a reawakening of of myself you know i've like i've started i, I made a i remember like i don't know if you remember like we were having i think it was on new years or something like that like we had like this, this sort of i mean i said no i made a resolution or something like that that i would start like a job by the next year and all stuff and i was like and you know the the thing is like there was this one conversation i had with uh, like with varun and he said like you know by the end of this the next time i talk to you like i want you to get a job varun is my cousin brother my elder cousin brother who sometimes a little bit too blunt you know he can be a little bit less blunt sometimes but basically like he was the one who told me like okay now it's time for you to like you know get a job and do something be more serious or whatever and stuff he gave me this full philosophical talk and all stuff and then after that i was like okay fine man i think i'm going to do it and then i just like got a job uh, on march 22nd i started working and now it's been almost like it's been slightly more than 4 months now so like you know things are uh, so far things are just chaotic i'm i'm not going to i'm i'm not the f- i'm not going to say that you know things are going all perfect or anything like that but it's chaotic it's a job in the end of the day you know things are going to be chaotic things are going to be tough things are going to be like crazy but i think you know you have to find a way to like make it work in some way shape or form whatever but basically like you know you know like right now people are talking about how like things are going to slowly get back to normal the you know office com- companies are opening up uh, that's what people are planning like in the next 2 3 months the things will open up like do you think that this particular thing will like you think it'll get over this year or you think it'll last for some more time or what do you think now that we've gotten the pandemic talk outside the picture now we can like move on to a slightly more like 
happier subject or happier topic i want to talk to you about like the the state of the olympics right now india state of the olympics like what do you like <laughs> no but like at least like at least it's away from like the pandemic and the the people dying part of it at least but like sorry <laughs> but like uh, at least this way like i mean the the olympics like india so far has only one silver medal <laughs> like the last two episodes when i talked to the podcast they still had la- two one silver medal and uh, now this and you know now there's like some some recently some boxer today she won she got herself in the semi finals and now she's assured of a medal for india whatever and all stuff so now india has a consolation medal but doesn't have like a bronze even a bronze till now and uh, it doesn't even uh, forget about gold it doesn't have a bronze it has a silver and you know like she might get but pv sindhu might get but i'm not but yeah she has like but what do you think about the fact that all the medal prospects in india are all women <laughs> no i think i i seriously think that's uh, a woman power and uh, no i i uh, but the fact is that you know uh, in india it uh, it is uh, i don't know i may may sound like a, a very hardcore feminist when i say that in india women have to um, work twice as hard it's 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 almost uh, you know i ha- i have to do it you know that kind of thing twice as hard as men to get uh, noticed and everything so uh, so it's not surprising because women do tend to work harder uh, in india so maybe they they're getting just rewards for that what do you think why do you think uh, women are uh, getting more uh, medals than men i mean me- women have more prospects than men in this uh, olympics i just think that it's more like to be very honest like i just feel like the men in the men's category like the men's side is is just the tables are already stacked against india on the men's side it's already too competitive there's too much competition in the men's side and there there's all there's like there are already es- like established like names and there are people who like you know been doing who been playing the sport who you know been ha- who had like you know better infrastructure and better like stuff like that like it's just like the system for the men's sport is you know very much like it's um, it's completely against us in every single aspect indian men are the only for the exception of cricket every other sport that india if you have taking men men into the picture like we we just don't have the like you know the you know just the the sort of like interest i would say like there are a lot of men who you know for them like they feel like uh, you know like there are some sports i would say in india that at least men i would say ca- like put above like other sports like cricket is the one that's the most important one right and then there's like sports like 
you know then there's hockey which again we are somewhat naturally good at then there's badminton which only recently in the last couple of decades we've been good at then there's like so you, there's only a handful of sports that you can say that indian like that men are kind of interested in india but like and that's mainly to do with the fact that men like you know it's like there's this cliche that it's the man's world or whatever on stuff so inevitably what they decide ends up happening like in the society which is not is you know, it's not like a, not the ideal thing that's not how it should be actually but like the thing is that because of that uh, it's just that we don't have i would say that the reason why we behind is because men are in india are not as open minded to change as you know let's say the men of other countries or whatever and stuff i wouldn't say that they are i would say that they are a lot more like um, you know they just they have their own like insecurities that they haven't been able to deal with so far and uh, because of that they are very hesitant to change and because of that what happens that kind of rubs off onto the women as well because the women also tend to be a bit like you know like um, you know you know like follow the men in that aspect of like okay if this is happening then this will happen but, but the women are getting the medals how is that happening yeah but what i'm saying is that the point that you made about women doing doing twice as hard uh, that i guess come that comes into the picture because it's like women are competing on a on a pla- women are competing against other women from other countries who also tend to you know what do you say like follow the you know who also come who are also facing a lot of troubles outside they also it's not like everywhere you'll find like it's not like in, only in india the, you know women are kind of like discriminated a lot or whatever there's other countries also where women are discriminated quite a bit but like you know the fact is that you know it's like even in developed countries also you'll find like women still don't have the the same kind of you know facilities or the help or the support that they deserve or whatever and stuff so i think because of i think because of that indian women have somehow managed to become like they've somehow managed to gain that they, they've won these they've got medals and they are about to win or whatever so if it's like you know a take a country like america like take a country like america for example like they uh, or not america let's take let's take a country like japan because pv sindhu played against the japanese open recently and uh, she you know like she beat her the recently and you think you wouldn't think you think that japan is a very developed society it's a very this and that and stuff but even in a country like japan or even any other developed society there's still a lot of discrimination towards women then also so there also so and the structures are still not supportive of a lot of women so very weirdly because of that india somehow the indian women somehow benefit from that and indian women are able to like do well whereas indian men the structure is like supports the structure and the system supports uh, men in developed countries a lot more hence like indian men just don't have a chance because we are our cards are already stacked against us our infrastructure sucks our uh, you know our societies are like you know you know not structured are properly saying, are you saying that the infrastructure for the women is better than the infrastructure for the men uh, to practice that is not i don't think i don't believe that not saying that the infrastructure for the for the women is uh, like the men is better than the women or whatever i'm saying that 
the infrast like i'm saying that the infrastructure even in a developed society like america like uk for example or whichever developed society you take the struct even though it's a developed society and you would think that it would still it would favor women and it would favor the advancement and and you would think that they would be just easily rolling over all the countries like you, they would e- the women in developed societies would easily roll over the women in like underdeveloped societies you would easily think that would be the case but why is it that like for women in like are uh, in underdeveloping so especially like you take country like jamaica for example jamaican women like kill it in like the racing and all that stuff but like women in like us or uk and all don't do that they, i mean it's not like it's not like they don't make it like uh, you know it's 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 very rare to see like you know a country like let's say american you know because here we bring in race into the picture but the point is that the point is that like you know if you if you see like in 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 a country like you know a country like america a country like like uk whatever and stuff you, you would expect that women would be able to like all these women from all these countries would easily roll over women from like you know under developing countries or whatever that would be the natural the logical you know thought process but that's not how it actually is and that kind of so you come to the conclusion that there is some there is still inherent bias towards like giving women that sort of platform even though the platform is already there in, in developed society is built properly and stuff there still is hesitancy there and in a very weird way for some in some weird way shape or form indian women have this advantage in that sense you know because like you know even though they have the infrastructure still not that great for them uh they still have a shot at getting medals they still still have a shot at getting what they want for indian men our we are, our entire system is completely stacked against us we don't like you see like you see like you know the yeah i know you i know you would i know yeah i know you would disagree with that because it's pretty understandable but <laughs> i'm just i'm just saying that no no i'm just saying that like the the uh, you're just arguing for the sake of arguing the fact is that uh, as far as facilities and uh, infrastructure and all that is no in india is it's not that great for women as well as for men it is not great uh, both women and men find it very difficult because the infrastructure is very very uh, poor um especially in uh, you know for athletics for boxing for you know all these all these other games besides cricket any every other game uh, tennis to some extent is not tennis sorry um, badminton to some extent is improving um but uh, most other sports in in india find it very difficult to provide the infrastructure for their uh, players and that is the reason why it is so difficult to get a uh, good players you know despite the fact that our population is so large and i'm sure there are hundreds if not thousands of uh, people talented uh, uh, young people who can uh, actually are uh, potential uh, medal uh, olympic uh, medalists but the the infrastructure and the attitude of the people really bring them down but there but there is no dif- the, there's no difference in the difficulties that are faced by the men and the women even the women uh, f- face equal amount of difficulty 
in simple way when do you think men and women will be able to compete on the same team i don't think that will be possible you know unless it's something like the mixed doubles of a, of a, in tennis i don't think that's possible because you t- if you take a sport like football uh, you know um, there's a lot of physicality involved in it and you know there's a lot of pushing and shoving and all that uh men will invariably be able to push and shove better than uh women because physically i i do believe that women lack the same strength as uh, as men so i think they will be kind of behind over there but like imagine like if men and women were to like if if we were to keep playing with each other and let's say that uh, that does if if women if more and more women keep playing sports and more and more women like like you know get more interested in the sports field or whatever don't you think at some point maybe not now but maybe in a couple of decades there'll be a time when women where where you could actually see like women and men playing together and then the then it won't be about men's sports or women's sports it'll just be about sports and it'll just be about like people just competing with each other and nothing else oh, that's that's a uh, great thought and you know it's kind of like a um, utopian idea but uh, i uh, don't know whether that can happen and and you know if uh, it does happen i still feel it it won't be able to happen it won't happen um across uh, all kinds of uh, sport uh, spo- uh, sports i think it will be probably just a few i can't even think of what which ones they would be but uh, i think something which doesn't involve uh, maybe chess for that matter uh, which doesn't involve physical strength uh, i think that uh, those kind of sports may be uh, possible but otherwise i don't think so but chess sports like chess is already uh, very gender equal because like already like uh, there's this um, um that that woman is i know what's her name uh, polgar uh, for a name no her name is polgar something uh, edith polgar i think i think that's her name she's already defeated people she's already defeated vishwanathan and she's defeated gary kasparov people like that you know so chess is already a field where men and women actually can compete quite equally but yet even in that also there's this thing anyways but now moving away from this topic we went we, we came, somehow the olympics talking about the olympics started talking about like like uh, you know we got into this whole men versus women sort of thing you know but like um i what do you think about like you know when it comes to like i want i wanted to ask you about like um you know like you're you've crossed the age of 50 right now okay so at this point in your time like can you just tell me like when you were like uh, if it was if it's possible to class like you know categorize your life in different f- stages how like what are those like what are those like stif- 
different stages and how would you cut categorize your the different moments in your life like the different stages in your life like this stage i was like this was me at this stage like this particular like adjective would classify you as would put would you could say this is my like this is the stage that i that i was this is my this is that stage and then this was the stage and then that was that stage so at the age of you know more than 50 plus so like how what would your different stages be like first 15 years i think i was a bit of a pampered child so almost the memories that i have about that uh, stage in my life uh, are uh, very pleasant and very indulgent um, yeah so i think that would be like first till i was 15 then uh, uh, after that yeah uh, you know there was a uh, it it i due to various reasons i moved uh, the a different phase started uh, where you know uh, a certain a uh, lot of a lot, lot of lot of things happened in my life i mean i got married at that time uh, when i was about 20 uh, i mean i was in college before that those kind of things shaped my thoughts and then you know becoming uh, so that was a short phase then i had then came the phase where i became a mother uh, you know my daughter and then my son um all that that also uh, of course that is continuing even now so <laughs> but as far as age is concerned you know i i feel that uh, being a mother is one is been one of the best uh, uh stages or whatever you know my life but like if if you had to choose between like as a uh, tricky question or get an answer if you had to choose if you had to choose between one of these two things one is that the birth of your children and the uh, and the marriage to your husband which one is more like cuz the thing is you know why it's tricky cuz without without marrying your husband you wouldn't have us as children and but at the same time like you know generally speaking people assume that like you know the mothers like perfect they have most favorite uh, they have the, the most precious thing in their world is their children so like which is more important in that scenario I think they're both equally important. Uh, the marriage, the husband, uh, and the children. I think they're all uh, important. Uh, I don't think uh, one is exclusive of the other. I think uh, one without the one without the other would be kind of a uh, contradiction. So, uh, not contradiction. Uh, it would be. It would kind of. Uh, be uh, uh, it would negate itself i think you know so i don't think uh, that is even possible so i would can't even, i can't even ima- think of a situation like that okay it's the most uh, diplomatic answer i ever heard in my life <laughs> but uh, anyways like i think we're going to like you know wind it up for today cuz 
like we've already spoken for like you know more than half an hour right now and like you know the thing is it's just like one half an hour that i've spoken compared to the countless number of hours i've spoken to my mother about so many other issues and all that stuff in my life and all that so <laughs> i should think this is for you should be happy that i'm like saying all this like you know, so other people also can hear and all that I don't know how to say it like I, I don't know how to say all this stuff so which is a it makes for a very good change okay okay all right anyways guys uh, we're going to clap this episode up catch you all guys in the next episode